Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and today's guest is a very special guest because it's basically a fashion week miracle. She's basically the epitome of a multifaceted, like creative. She does everything. She's a jack of all trades. Alyssa Coscarelli. Thanks. Nice <laughs> intro. Did you like that intro? I liked that. Thought of it on the spot. <laughs> it's, it's on point, and I'm really shocked we squeezed this in. Honestly. <laughs> in the middle of fashion week. I can't even believe it. So she basically just got here from a show and probably leaving right after this to another show. Yeah, we just had a random hour break today. So it worked this out. Worked out. It's, it's a miracle. Um, so I met Alyssa, weirdly enough, in Turkey. That was yeah. the first time we met. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah. I felt like I knew you already because I had followed you for a bit by that. Same. Um, but that was a really memorable trip. I know it was a tough one for you <laughs> in particular. It wasn't um, my finest moment. <laughs> so you lost your luggage. I lost my luggage. Yeah. I had no contact lenses. I had no birth control. I feel like other things happened too. I don't know. Oh yeah. What terrible. Else happened? Just like, like a car, like, oh my God, wrong, a taxi, car went to the wrong airport a, or something. I, the car went to the wrong airport and a taxi driver <laughs> robbed me. <laughs> But I have to say, I actually, like, you handled all of that so gracefully. Thank you. Much more gracefully than I ever would have handled those situations. And so I was like, she's a real one. She can hang. And I, I, like, and I just remember, She's like, an angel on earth. You were being super nice. You were like, do you need to borrow anything from me? And you would, like, go to stores and be like, hey, Nora, like, look, I found this. It's, like, long sleeves. Because I was like, I have to wear, like, long sleeves. And she was like, I found this. It's, like, long sleeves. Sending me pictures from yeah. stores. And I was like, oh, my God, this girl's really no, nice. because I knew that if it were me, I would be panicking yes so i oh i was going to my hotel room at night and crying to my friends like calling them too i have nothing but also we rode in a hot air balloon (laughs) that was amazing oh my god that was by far one of like it made up for everything yeah one of the coolest experiences of my life me too bucket list for sure and i also feel checked off we got great photos (laughs) those photos were like my top engaged post ever so really that that post in the hot air balloon yeah. was my like top before my Instagram post of all time. That's amazing. I mean, it was a great photo. <laughs> you were there. Yeah, I was there. I might <laughs> it have was taken great it. Content. Who can say? You might have taken it actually. Maybe. I don't know. Dang. I feel like you might have taken the photo of I me. I should have given you the photo card on that one. It really <laughs> just popped off. Really I mean, did. who could say? It was a collaboration. <laughs> but no, that I actually took. First of all, I, I slept through my alarm clock that morning, so I had no makeup on that day. Yeah, no, but you still looked good. You had your little sunset shirt I, on. Yeah, yeah. I had my sunset shirt on. Okay. And then. I just remember because I have like a terrible, like a fear of heights, like just terrible. Really, fear of heights. I didn't even know. So that. I took like some medicine before. <laughs> it's prescribed to me. See, it's fine. I didn't think I had a fear of heights. Yeah. But then once I realized we were floating in a fucking balloon. That's what I'm saying. Were you freaked out over like some cliffs? Yeah. I was like, this is slightly uncomfortable, but it's so pretty, so it's fine. I like felt like very calm, but also could have been the drugs. So who can say for sure yeah. what it was? But I was like, this isn't that bad. I feel fine. Who can say? <laughs> That that early in the morning too. I don't know if anyone's thinking straight, but it was it was worth it. It yeah. was worth the nerves. It was beautiful. And I feel like it was a really cool way to meet you because I feel like otherwise I probably would have met you in New York during yeah, fashion. Yeah, I'm week. actually really glad I met you that way, yeah. not just like in passing at a fashion show. I, know. I feel like that's just no one wants to meet anyone that way. No. It's just annoying. It's like, okay, bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, great to meet you. Okay, bye. I'm running away. Literally. But yeah, so we actually got some quality time when exactly. we first met. Yeah. I remember like we were out on the balcony one time like just chatting about life yeah oh yeah nice. remember that that was really nice and relaxing yeah, we were just chilling and I feel like we were like getting coffee from the inside of the restaurant which mm-hmm. was really delicious now that I think about it and um yeah we were just like chit-chatting I was like telling you things about my life asking yeah. for advice which yeah. is like 
I don't know. I felt instantly comfortable around you. And like, that's one thing too. when you meet a lot of people who are like in the fashion industry, I feel like there is this kind of like weird stigma that like everyone's an asshole. Yeah. Which I mean, sometimes, yeah, people are assholes, but yeah. I don't think it's because they're in the fashion industry. I think that no, they are exactly. just assholes just in general, <laughs> but it is still really, really nice when you meet someone and like instantly, like you're just super kind, you're super genuine. And like, it comes off as that. And it just kind of like, Okay, like Thank this you. is nice. No, I feel the same way. I feel like my radar for when I meet people is yeah. like in five seconds. I can tell if we're gonna hang, if yeah. we're gonna be good, we're gonna be real ones, or we're not. And like exactly. I can tell very quickly. And so or like who I can say certain things yeah. to and like not it doesn't even have to be like you're my best friend in the world. I'm telling you this deep dark secret, but just like really I like to be private about certain things. But like when I meet someone and I connect with them, I'm like I feel like this person could have some insight on this totally. and I trust them. And it's just like a feeling Sink. instant. And no, that was a really good way for us to meet and bond. And yeah, that yeah, was from the start, from the start. Love it. <laughs> but, um, I feel like I didn't even realize until we met that you were from Florida. Yeah, I am. Which is so it's crazy. It's kind of crazy. I was born in St. Augustine. Which is the cutest place on earth. It is really cute. <laughs> I haven't been back in way too long, but I would like to. And then I grew up in Orlando for a little bit. So I was in the Dr. Phillips area. Okay, familiar. Um, for like elementary and middle school. And then for eighth grade, I moved to Atlanta. So I was really, really okay. sad to leave Florida at that age. I feel like I was ripped away from like all of my little friends yeah, and like little routines. Yeah. And I was really upset. Um, of course, everything turned out okay. But um, Florida definitely still feels like home to me. I was in Georgia from like eighth grade through 12th grade. Um, but then as soon as I went to college, my parents no longer lived in and they moved back to Florida. So now when I go home, it's to Florida. They're in Palm Beach. Um, oh, Palm so, Beach is so nice. Yeah, and Palm yeah. Beach is a lovely place to yeah, go home to, even yeah. though I didn't grow up there. Um, but my parents live near the beach. Yeah. And it's just Florida just will always feel like home to me, no yeah. matter what. The Georgia thing was kind of just like a blip. A blip. Yeah, exactly. it was just like kind of happened. It was yeah. like there. It was great. It I mean, was fun. fine. I have some great friends there. Yeah. I'm excited. I have a wedding this year of one of my like Georgia friends. Aww. So I get to see a lot of them that I haven't seen. I have to admit, I haven't made the best effort, like <laughs> keeping in touch with a lot of those hometown It's friends. really hard. It's really hard. And I just feel like when you live in New York, you have such a different life and different lifestyle. Yeah. But I'm really excited to catch up with some of them this year. And I just think also like being an adult, I feel like so silly even calling myself an adult, even though I guess technically I am. I but I also, that. I guess we are adults. Yeah. But keeping in touch with friends is like, no, it's not like a chore in the sense of like, yeah. it's annoying or tedious, but like you have to like, I make reminders on my phone to it like takes effort. follow up with X, Y, and Z or like yeah. see how this person's doing or try to make plans with this person or this person just had a baby. Yeah. Maybe you should call them and yeah, make sure they're okay. I, don't know. Like, I feel like I have a really close circle here in New York yeah. that I'm super consistent with and yeah. on top of and like we're there for each other. Yeah. And then like my larger circle of friends from Florida, from Georgia, from growing yeah. up, like I don't know. We're in group texts every now and then. And we've nice. kept in touch. And obviously there's social media, but it's just hard. Like I haven't been to Georgia since I left pretty much, except okay. for like an accidental like layover situation. Yeah. Um, and so, but also like different friends need different things. Like I know the friends who like need my attention to mm -hmm. know that I'm there. And I know the ones who like, we could not talk for a year and then reconnect and be fine. So but I, mean, I could definitely be better across the board. No, and I, <laughs> I think that like, that's something that it is a, 
like everyone feels that way. Like yeah. I could be better at keeping touch with people, but yeah. I will say like the people who don't need you to constantly check in on them. Those are my favorite. We like them. We like those people <laughs> because they don't get mad at you yeah. and you know that they're not secretly you know they're always going to be there. Pissed off at you. Like no. I called you, you never called me back. No, and I'm no. just like, I genuinely forgot. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like my friend um, who lives in San Francisco now, we room together um, in New York in a New York apartment years ago. And we exchanged some videos on New Year's Eve. Yeah. And you know, you can like send private videos on Instagram. Yeah. And she sent me one that was like, hey, you know, like it's the end of the year, just checking in. Like, I know I probably like didn't keep up with you that well. And like, you maybe didn't either, but like, I just want to say I love you and like, I'm proud of you. And like, I'm like, you're so nice. That's literally so nice. Yeah. It was really sweet. And like, it just went to show that it doesn't have to be this grand gesture all the time, even just reaching out at the end of a year and just being like, I see you. You're doing great, sweetie. Like, it's so nice. And I I sent her one back and we just, it felt nice to reconnect that way. And it feels really meaningful. Not that like it, you know, if someone checks in on you, but it's just really nice that they took the time. They're just like, Hey, I'm thinking of you. I love you. Like literally Simran just actually texted me the other day and I was in the shittiest mood. Simran is, uh, (laughs) she's a beautiful like model, like just all the things. And we both met her in Turkey and she texted me. She was like, Hey, Nora, like, I just want to let you know I'm thinking of you. Aww. And I literally almost cried. Right? Because when I was, it just hits you at the right moment. And I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. She's like, I'm thinking of you. I hope you're okay. I really miss yeah. you. I want to talk soon. And I was like, I really needed someone to like just say mm-hmm. something good. Like, you didn't even know you needed it. Yeah. Then, and yeah. I was like, it completely shifted my mood. It like made me mm-hmm. so happy. Yeah. I like... I don't know. It was just, it meant a lot to me. And just being able to acknowledge like, hey, I know like life happens and both of us are busy, but like, love you, miss you. Exactly. See you, you know. And I think that especially like when your friends don't live in the same place as you, it's even harder because, you know, when you're, when you live in the same place, it's just, yeah. let's, let's go grab a bite to eat. Exactly. Let's go do this. It's oh, more on a way. I need to go to the grocery store. Let's go together. Like, yeah. it's just one of those things. But yeah, keeping in touch with friends, especially for me, like I have a huge family. So yeah. I feel like balancing that, that and balancing oh friends. Oh my God, I can't imagine which having like why eight I schedule things. on top of it. Like, like, literally, that's why I have to schedule things because I'm like, yeah. oh shit, like I like have a birthday for a niece every month. So yeah, you got to put those in your calendar. <laughs> oh, I, and with like reminders, just like one week before, two days before, day of, totally. at the exact time. But how, how do you kind of like, I feel like during fashion week, everyone balances their time differently. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, what season would this be for you? I have lost count. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was an editor yes. Yes, for same. five years, like before doing my own thing too. So I've completely lost count at this point. But I was just talking about this with a friend because there is like, obviously the shows and yeah. everything that happens during the day, but then there's also like all these events and cocktails and parties mm-hmm. happen at night. I don't do the nighttime stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like I just don't. If something, if an invite comes in and it's, happening past 9 p.m. I just don't respond like I just don't do and, it and um, I always feel like anytime I do plan on like have good intentions I'm right like, I'm gonna go right and sometimes I'll, I'll do like you know I want to have that one fun night yes. with friends out dancing whatever sure yeah. but ultimately like I know it's gonna be a 16 hour day and then by and the I end need of the day my sleep or yeah. else I'm gonna look horrible feel horrible like I just know that about myself at yeah. this point on season infinity whatever right yeah now. yeah so um, I actually ran into a PR person the other day and she was like, why were you at that party last night? Yeah. Like put me on the spot basically oh, of not attending something. And I was like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah. Like I don't love to drink. I'm not a nightlife person. Yeah. Like I prefer to preserve my energy and get my sleep at night, especially yeah. during fashion week. 
Um, but it was weird that she like put me on the spot. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just a grandma. I, was, like, I don't know. I don't like. But I feel going like out. also like I think that's really understandable, and I also think that's something yeah. that's really more common than not. I'm not like oh, I don't drink. But yeah, I yeah, just yeah. Don't really find pleasure in it the way a yeah. lot of other people do. Yeah. I enjoy like a beer or yeah. splitting a bottle of wine with friends. Yeah. Absolutely, but um, I don't really. Yeah. It's not like, but that's the thing, like growing up, I feel like in my mind, I just was always around people who like, when they drank, they like really drank. Yeah, exactly. Me too. I yeah. don't know if it's a Southern thing that's what, or if it's oh, just like it a must, college, like high school thing. It's probably a Southern thing. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of things that are Southern. And things. I remember like even making the decision about like moving to New York and like choosing my college, like so many of my friends were going to those like Southern party schools. And I was just like, that is not what I want for my college experience. I mean, I went to like, Southern party no school. No offense to anyone yeah. who wants to get that out of their system and yeah. like have that true Southern college experience. Yeah. Like, no, by all means, if that's your thing, like have fun, do it. Um, but it was just not for me. And to this day, even as an quote unquote adult, yeah. it's still just not my thing. No, definitely. I feel like it'll never be my thing. And yeah, I went to a school where it's, it's like a party school. Yeah. I went to UCF. Oh, you went to UCF. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like, yeah. And I never went. I never participated. Wow. How was that though? Then being in that it, culture and not really partaking? It was, I feel like I didn't have like a typical college experience. Yeah. Like, or Same. what people would, the quintessential like kind of, you know, college experience. But I mean, I liked it. I learned <laughs> something. I learned stuff. That's I made good. some friends. Um, I feel like at that time I was still smoking cigarettes. So I made a lot of friends through smoking <laughs> cigarettes, which hey, is terrible. Whatever, but like, whatever works for you. Yeah. Like that was my bonding with people. <laughs> they would be like, oh, hey, you smoke? And I'm like, yeah, now we're friends. Cool. Yeah. But then yeah. you quit smoking and then you're not friends with those people anymore. <laughs> Oh my god. To goodness. each their sin. Hey, I mean everyone has their vices. Yeah. Mine is like packing 17 pair of shoes for four days. I mean, my closet's right over there. It's upsetting. I'm a hoarder. I love mildly. the way you set up your closet. <laughs> and I feel like, okay, so I recently um Domino covered like your house yeah. and stuff. It looks beautiful, Thanks. by the way. If you guys haven't seen it, Alyssa's apartment is so gorgeous. But you were like talking about your closet and how you like want to see everything. Yeah. And I was like, I, I understand because that. I've yeah. lived in so many strange New York apartments, yeah. like without closets entirely, <laughs> um, believe it or not. And also just with really small closets. Um, and I really love and appreciate clothing and design yeah. and visuals and aesthetics. Yeah. I'm a Libra, so I'm very like aesthetically yeah. inclined. Um, I just was so sick of having to like dig through the mm -hmm. back of something to find something I wanted to wear or like not be able to see what I own because I do take pride in creating such a beautiful like archive of yeah. stuff. Like I'm a collector at this point. No, you, you know? really are. And so to not be able to just like have that all laid out in front of me and appreciate each it, and appreciate it yeah. the way it should be appreciated. Um, so that's why I'm really happy to kind of have it all on display now. And it's hard, still hard to maintain the organization. I was just talking about this with some friends, like at the rate, as we talk about this on DM a lot too, yeah. the rate that shit comes in. So yes. I'm allowed to curse on this. Yes, you could the, curse all the you rate want. at fuck, which fuck. shit <laughs> comes in. You know when you do what you we can't do, keep up. You cannot keep up. And like on top of that, I like to buy myself nice things yeah. every now and then. So like you combine like my own shopping habits with the stuff that comes in that you don't even want, and it's just like impossible to keep up. It really um, is. And I also one thing that really. Like, just, I don't really understand is like a brand will send you, um, like their new spring collection or whatever. Like, Hey, do you like want anything? And I'll straight up say, 
No, I, I have think, started to say no. I don't think there's really anything for me. And yeah. they still send me like three pieces. Oh my God. And I'm like, I You're like, I kindly declined. I declined. And also like, now what? Now what do I do with this? You know what I mean? And it's just going to go into this giant pile. There have been times where I'm like, you just put this burden on me. I'm going to yes. send it back to you and put it back on you. <laughs> No, but I think everyone has to have their system. And like, I actually made a note in my email that says like, do not send me anything with ridiculous packaging. It says it a lot nicer than I, that. Okay, when you posted yeah. that, I immediately put that on all my emails. And it's really nice because people now come to me and they're like, hey, like I know you're, you know, conscious mm-hmm. about your packaging and everything. We have this mailer, like here's the deal with it. Do you want it? Yeah. And still a lot of times I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. Um, but I think it's helped cut back on those. Definitely. Um, there's still some like auto mailers that I get. I feel like I'm just on a list and then I get things I don't want. And I don't even know who to contact. Exactly. About it. I don't know either. How did you get my address? Totally. How am I but getting as this? long as we're yeah. making an effort, I think it's good. And people are starting to be a little bit more conscious about Definitely. it. Um, and I think you also just have to have your system. Like even, you know, even if you're not an influencer, I think we can all constantly be more mindful about what we're consuming and yeah. constantly go through what we have and make sure we're getting rid of it in a way mm-hmm. that's not just like throwing it into the landfill. Yeah. Um, so my friend and I have charity sales, like every, which are amazing. Yeah. My friend Lauren and I do clean out our closets and kind of stockpile all of that shit that gets sent to us. Yeah. And we are kind of like, how can we make, how can we twist this and yeah. make it a good thing? Yeah. So we sell it all at super good prices. People line up around the block and we donate all the money to charity. Like you guys just raised like a lot of money. Like yeah. I was like, this is incredible, especially because <laughs> hosting a closet sale type of thing is not easy. No, it's, it's a not, nightmare every time, actually. Yes. But it's, we do it because it feels good yeah. and people really enjoy it and they look forward to them. There's people who have come to every single one. Oh my gosh. And you just did a closet sale recently too. I did. How did it go? It was really stressful. Yeah, <laughs> it it's well, really stressful. But it was really, 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 really stressful. And I think I've learned a lot from it. And I remember, yeah, I was texting yeah. you. I was like, give me tips. Oh, yeah, I gave you tips. I remember. Yeah. Oh and people did try to steal, by the I way. I told you. People did try to You're steal. Like, I was like, really? I don't, I don't think people are going to try to steal. And then, like, you see oh, people they loitering. They and do. I'm like, oh, my God. Woof. And then, but, like, what are you going to do? And then I made my really nice sister, yeah. who, like, has a much friendlier yes. face than me, just stand closer yes. and be like, You have hey. to have friends yeah. stationed yeah. around, like, keeping an eye on everything. And we learned that the hard way because a girl literally put on one of my jackets. First of all, I know that's my jacket because yeah. it was mine. Yeah. So you're not fooling anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You recognize And, like, it. it's checking out while wearing the jacket and not pointing it out. And, like, I knew, but what was... I'm me. I'm like the most non-confrontational like, person what, ever. Even if you so do, like, what are you going to do? I'm like, oh, what are we going to do? Arrest her? Like, no, but yeah. the karma will come for her, I think. that's what, And that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, like there's really not. And I was like, okay, if it happens, there's really not much I could do. But at the end of the day, though, I think that it, not just like an influencer thing. I think that for people who aren't influencers, like you were saying, like there are ways to kind of be conscious. Like I had a bunch of people responding to me because I've been moving. And so I've been talking about mm-hmm. getting rid of stuff and, mm-hmm. and you know, just having like an excess of everything. And no matter how much I clear out, it just, how have I accumulated all of this yeah. stuff? And moving I just, really puts that into perspective. Oh yeah. In a really harsh way. I never want to buy anything ever again. Like exactly, I haven't bought anything yeah. since I moved because I'm just like, no, sorry. Like, I just can't. That's, yeah, that's how you feel when you move. I remember moving into this place and feeling the same way. Like, you just never want to buy anything again. But yeah, like a bunch <laughs> of people were like DMing me and they're like, um, I need to clear out my closet. Like, help, what do I do? I'm like, just go through it. And if there's something that you really don't love, yeah. just take it out. Yeah. Go donate it. 
go try to sell it at a consignment store. There, like you can go to like and other stories or one of those places and and drop it off there and they repurpose it and they'll give you a discount or whatever. So I guess you can buy more stuff. But, <laughs> but you know, like there are things that you can there do. Ways. And I even love the idea of friends just getting together and either doing yeah. a swap or doing a sale together. That would be really cool. Just kind of joining forces in that way. But yeah, that's that's also like and there's so many ways. And I think that I don't know if it's just like I feel like a lot of people are feeling this way lately that I'm just way more conscious of everything that I buy. Yes. And it's actually really made my life easier and That's made great. me happier. And like, like we were talking about like closets, like I'm a very visual person. Mm-hmm. I need everything. Like I've been building my own closet since I was like 17 years old. Cause I want right. everything in front of me. I need to be able to see everything. And even just like in that sense, like being able to look at everything, I know what I don't need. And right. I know like, okay, I have too many jackets. Exactly. You're constantly taking inventory. inventory. In so even if I see a really cute jacket, I'm just like, I can't get this unless I get rid of like some other things. Right. In my I'm closet. trying to do the, yeah. like with everything that comes in mm-hmm. like three, three plus things need to go out. No, that's really, really smart. So trying to stick by that where possible. Yeah. And then also it just, I feel like in the age of like Instagram, like there's constantly stuff like I mean I can't help but like you're just being sold to all day yeah like and I'm a consumer I'm totally I mean I have a whole saved folder of like want to buy this (laughs) so when I'm feeling spendy I just go to that folder and and I see what I want to get yeah. Uh, and like, we're, we're all victims to it. Exactly. We're all victims to it. And I'm just like, oh, I really want this bag. I have nothing like this. I don't have any bags like this. And you start justifying it to yourself. And I'm just like, ignore, <laughs> stop it right now. You will carry this bag for two months oh gosh, and then it will I collect know. dust and then you will be sad. And then you'll try to sell it. Another thing that recently, I'm just going to go on a tangent, has yeah. been agitating me is a lot of people talk about like certain luxury pieces as like investments. Right. And I do think that certain luxury designer pieces can be investments. However, I think investment is so kind of like being used very loosely Mm -hmm. because just because you spend a lot of money on a designer thing doesn't mean you can like sell it and get most of the time yeah. when you sell it, you, you get, get nothing. a lot less yeah. money back. So I'm not really sure unless it's like an Hermes like bag that you save for or 30 if you years. Feel like it's an investment in your wardrobe. Right. But I feel like a lot of times it's being painted as like, you can buy this bag and it'll hold its value forever. It's an investment. No, that's not and it's the like case. that's not true. Absolutely not. Like I just sold a Burberry bag that was like I don't know, close to $2,000 for like $200. Yeah. And then and you that make half sad. of that. Or, you know, if you use a resale site, mm-hmm. they sell it for that and mm-hmm. you make half of that. And you're like, okay, great. But Made at the same no time, money. I'm like, this is sitting in here. I'm not wearing right. it. Someone else will really love it. Right, and exactly. It's fine. But yeah, like. Yeah, the- I don't know. I think as far as designer bags go specifically, there's so many sites now that can, that where you can just like rent them or mm-hmm. buy them secondhand. And I think like that's the way to go. I want to look into as, renting. I feel like yeah. renting would be really, really cool, especially if you're just like, do you use Rent the Runway or any of those? No. I don't either. Um, truthfully, I think I am a bit turned off by the offering on there. Or yeah. In my mind, it's I, just like designers I don't care about. And I know it's gotten a lot, lot better. Yeah. I haven't checked it in like probably two or three years. Yeah, exactly. So I, and I've heard from people and I've seen people mm-hmm. wearing it where I compliment exactly. them and they're like, oh, rent the runway. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, it must be really, they must Maybe have really check out. varied their brands more yeah. now. But I still have this vision in my mind of like nine to five, like Ann Taylor dresses for some reason yeah. on rent the runway. Yeah. I know it's better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I kind of wish there was one that was a little bit more stylish. And I had a friend a while back who was kind of starting to get that idea off the ground. Yeah. Like a rental I would service for more brands that you or I would be into. Yeah. And 
just like couldn't make it happen because she had a full time job and like it just, you know, life happens. Yeah. But I was like so excited for a minute because I was like, that would be amazing. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I want that to happen. Can someone make that happen? (laughs) The lucky thing is, though, like in our position, we can pull things to borrow, which like not any one can do. And so in a way, I think that in itself can be a sustainable way of like consuming. You can like borrow it, get it out of your system, get the photo and like give it back to them without actually like. Borrowing pieces is also really fun, especially when you know it's just not going to work, especially for like I live in Florida, right? Yeah. I mean, there's only so like I people are always staring. Are you so excited to be wearing a jacket right now? So happy. I was sitting outside for 30 minutes earlier and Maria was like, are you okay?" And I was like, it feels so good. I love the cold. And she was like, "Okay, cool. Like, don't. Die. Yeah, like, and then I was like, I felt like my face got depuffed. Uh, but, but one thing I've been thinking about is trying to be, trying to figure out how I can be more transparent about what's bought, what's borrowed, yeah. what's gifted. And I see a lot of people in Europe doing that. Yes, yeah. and I see a lot of European bloggers and influencers starting to include that. I think it feels like a little bit cumbersome or mm-hmm. like a turnoff in the caption, which is why I'm like hesitant to start captioning everything yeah. with breaking down like Gifted. where all my items came yeah. from. But I'm like, maybe if I do a post, then I can share it to stories and break it down there. That's not a bad idea. Whereas it's like not where it's not as offensive, I guess, to like see. But and to be honest with you, like I just think that would be really real, like more realistic for people and a lot more clarifying as far as like what I'm buying. Like, hi, I bought this for myself. I love this item. Yeah. I think I'm going to wear it. I'm okay with buying it versus like this blazer dress that I'm wearing today, which is from Tibby, which I love. Cute. Yeah. But like, it's a one-time wear to yeah. be honest. And like, I want to make that clear. Like, hey, this is borrowed. It's a fashion week look. Yeah. Like I didn't spend the money on this. I just wanted to wear it for a day and take some photos. And that's the thing, back. unless you are a part um, of like the fashion space, you don't know that. Exactly. And you just think that, like, I don't remember. You're like, are you buying all these designers? I don't really outfits? buy anything for Fashion Week. Right. And many of us don't. Yeah. But I think people see that and then they feel pressured to like wear a different exactly. designer outfit every day. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I try to, I'm very much in my head and in my fashion bubble. And so sometimes I have to step out of that and be like, what are normal people? What is your everyday person following me on Instagram thinking yeah. of this and of these items and of this lifestyle? Yeah. And I kind of want to find a way to like lift that curtain a little bit. And I also think that just by like one thing that I've been doing recently, like not even like it was just happening subconsciously. I was just wearing the same things just in different ways. Mm -hmm. And a couple people DM me and they're like, it's so refreshing to see that Mm -hmm. you've worn this jacket like five times. Like I can tell you really, really love this jacket. And I'm like, oh, I was just like wearing it because I wanted to wear it. And also I'm delusional and I live in Florida and I think (laughs) it's appropriate to wear jackets. But even this fashion week I was packing and I have one suitcase. Mm -hmm. It's not overflowing. Mm -hmm. And it's because like a couple of the days, I'm just going to rewear different pieces in different ways because I love those pieces. I feel really good in those pieces. And I feel like during fashion week, there are certain things that like it's acceptable to wear these things. Yeah. And I'm like, so I want to get the most wear out of it as I can. I hope we can like continue to normalize that. Yeah. It's weird. There's definitely a pressure with what I do to have that constant newness and find that next cool brand Mm -hmm. and wear that next cool item before anyone else. But sometimes I have to just like take a step back and be like, you can repeat something. Yeah. And there's definitely like jeans, boots, handbags I'll wear over, over and over again. But I'm definitely guilty of, yeah, falling into that newness trap and Mm -hmm. trying to be more aware of it. Yeah. But also I just think that talking about it and like having, you know, people hear that is just kind of gives them a little bit of clarity because I genuinely feel like so many of my friends have talked about it on social media and the response is always just like, 
oh, I just thought you like went out and bought a bunch of stuff right. like every fashion week. And you're like, wait, you guys thought I was buying you all of this? I, wait, you thought I was a millionaire? <laughs> like, oh, I'm Cute. sorry. That's nice that you thought that. Like I live in a one bedroom apartment. Like I would be buying a giant home if I had all that money. But also as I get older, something that I've noticed is like, I just want to buy furniture right? all the time. Me too. Just browsing constantly, home decor websites. Me too. I was actually a little bit sad when I kind of like, quote unquote, finished my apartment because I was like, shoot, I can't You'll never keep be finished. furniture browsing. You just added a new rug. You know, I just added a yeah. new rug. So it'll never be truly done. But yeah, I think as you get older, you want to start kind of like branching out and investing in like pieces for yeah. your home that are just as meaningful yeah. as like those special things in your closet. Um if not more meaningful. I think, yeah, because like I when I'm at home, like I that's like my sanctuary. And like it's so nice to be surrounded by things that I really, really love and they feel like me. And like it just feels like a reflection of me. Totally. And that's the beauty of living alone too, is no one else gets to weigh in. You can just take over, <laughs> make your own decisions of what everything looks like. It's really now I don't know if I can do it any other way. I I was just talking to my mom about this and I was like, Mom, I don't think I could ever live with anyone. And she was like, I don't know how I would you say that. I I really don't know how I'm gonna do it. I'm concerned. It's just it's so nice to come home and have everything exactly how you left it. It really is. And most of the time for me that's a disaster, (laughs) but at least no one's mad at me. But you know where it is (laughs) in disaster. That's the thing. It's organized chaos. Like I could tell you exactly where something is right now, but it's just you can Someone burn whatever be. candles you want. Yes. You can sleep whenever you want. You can watch whatever movie. It's just, it's an overwhelming amount of freedom. Yeah. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I also live with two asshole cats though. So it's kind of their house. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They probably run the house then. I don't, I, I can't have the responsibility of a pet right now. Aren't you like severely allergic also? I'm <laughs> severely allergic to cats and dogs, but you know, I would get a, hypo- a hypoallergenic one in a second, but I'm just, I travel too much and I'm not responsible enough. So you should get a, what are those cats called? They look like little tigers. Oh yeah. The a bangle. bangle. Yeah. yeah. I know they're, so they're hypoallergenic. I would love one of those. My but niece I'm never has one. Here. They're cute. They're they're like, I don't even know why I pay rent. I'm here like <laughs> one week out of the month. You really Most do travel. Time. How, like, honestly, like, you travel so much. How are you not like just, uh, I don't even I under, like. I think my my claim to fame with the travel thing and like not dying is that I can. <laughs> That's just, what I was going to say. How are you not dead? I can sleep anywhere okay. on command. Like if you wow. just told me to just curl up and fall asleep. That's we're the- also on my bed right now. So I would definitely fall asleep. <laughs> That's the greatest talent. Yeah. So I, it's ever since I was little, like I used to curl up in the restaurant booths and just like <laughs> pass out. So I can sleep on the plane. No problem. Yeah. Pretty much any flight. Um, knock on wood. But, um, and I think that's what makes me okay. Like able to function. Yeah. And I feel yeah. really bad for anyone who like is super, super tall and can't like get comfortable on the plane. Oh, I just curl up in a little ball and I'm like out before we even take off. I had the whole road to myself today and I fully Best. curled into like fetal position and used my like oh neck my pillow as like an actual pillow. Totally. Took my jacket off, made a little blanket for oh, myself. Yeah. You moved on it. Yeah. I was like, this is my house now. I live here. Yeah. Please no one talk to me. Do not disturb. My sleep mask on. That's it was, me. it was honestly, it was great. I loved it. I got a two hour little power yeah. nap. I feel like I have, it's taken years, but I kind of have like my plain skincare down. Yeah. I have my routine. Like I have my travel routine. I, I'm the person who doesn't get there super early. I kind of get there just to like walk onto the plane. Yeah. Um, so I think whatever works for you, you just have to find, yeah. it's a, literally like a travel routine, mm-hmm. um, that works for you. And so luckily I think I've just done it so much at this point that I've figured out what works and figured out how to do it without being too overly affected by it. And I think that's really smart to do because 
So I've always had a travel routine, but it's because I have flight anxiety. So it's mm. more so me like taking the appropriate steps to make sure that Ooh, I can yeah. kind of maintain that. But like just in general, like because my anxiety has kind of like it comes and goes, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you never I'm, know. Yeah, it's going to be. You never know. But yeah. having a routine just makes I feel like removes that element of stress totally. immediately, especially when you're traveling a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know what I want to wear on the plane. Yeah. Even yep. like I know I want to be like mostly covered, mm-hmm. like even my socks and ankles, yep. like, you know, like ankles covered and. So just little things like that. Like, yeah. I know I want to wear full back underwear and not a thong. Yeah. Plane. Like it's just little things exactly. like that that you just have in place. Yeah. That makes that make traveling way less stressful. And like, I, I don't know why this is like a mind blowing thing for me, but like I wear contact lenses mm. and just putting in re-wetting drops before you go on the flight. Game changer. Because sometimes you fall asleep yeah, and then exactly. your eyes are burning when you yeah, wake up. Exactly. But if you put re-wetting drops in before and you don't take out your contact lenses, yeah. your eyes are totally fine. Like, I'm not someone who like wipes down the whole seat. No. Like, if that's your thing, like do that. If yeah. that's going to make you feel yeah. better, absolutely. Yeah. I support that. Some people like, find it comforting. Do. Yeah. yeah. No, I've never wiped down anything. I actually stopped doing skincare in flight. Yeah, me too. It felt kind of dirty, right? I felt really I do dirty. It beforehand. Usually. Exactly. Unless yeah. it's super, super long, then yeah. I might reapply or do a mist like partway through yeah a really long flight but other than that I kind of agree with you yeah sometimes I'll throw on an under eye mask yeah but I feel like the in-flight skin I don't know I feel like I've read too many articles. I don't want to do a 10 step skin routine yeah. like yeah. with the little like fold down no no no, no, down. no like it's so I, know, I also I just want to sleep also yeah exactly, exactly please don't interrupt the sleeping yeah no usually I just I like to say I'm the greasiest person at the airport because <laughs> I just show up and I'm like gleaming oh like, I go to the bathroom moisturizer and I get one of those like little toilet seat covers and I blot my face it's the first thing yeah. I do when I get on a I'm flight I'm so shiny when I travel so I hope I don't run into anyone just I'm dewy just, like, you're yeah. healthy, we'll, Alyssa. We'll go with that. You're we'll glowing, <laughs> radiant. Like also, I have bangs, so it's like sometimes they're really greasy. I don't know. I hope I don't run into anyone at the airport. <laughs> Usually, it's not a good look. I mean, honestly, I really feel like if someone saw me at the airport, they might not recognize me. I just me, don't so get it's fine. same. I just don't get when people are like posting Instagram photos, like at the airport with my full face of makeup, like looking so cute, no. and I'm like, I hope I see no one. Like I look terrible, but I feel great. Like yeah. I'm like I feel moisturized, comfy. I'm comfy. Yeah. I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not ready for a photo. No, I'm not ready for anyone to talk to me. I'm just like, thank you. And then like sleeping. But yeah, this morning when I got on the flight, like I just instantly before takeoff was like, okay, time to go to bed. That's great. Because yeah, that's the way to do it. If you can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you can. But I also, again, take medication. I really feel like I'm coming (laughs) off as like like a pill pusher or like a drug addict. No, I I mean, flight anxiety is real. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really nice because it like relaxes me enough where I can fall asleep because I can't fall asleep anywhere. Like I don't have that talent. (laughs) But if I have. Most people don't. Yeah, but I'm like worried I'm borderline narcoleptic, honestly. (laughs) I've never seen you fall asleep anywhere out of place. So, so far, so good. That's true. I'm surprised on the turkey trip. I didn't like pass out anywhere. I think you might have slept on the plane. Probably. Probably. But I also slept on the plane, so who can say for <laughs> you sure? Were all sleeping. Yeah, and I also was like in a blind rage right before then, so yeah. I'm not really sure what happened that Poor day. <laughs> it's, it's, that's what I'm out. saying. I'm like, you know, the fact that Alyssa still wants to hang out with me after seeing me lose my luggage for like no, five days. Like I, said, I couldn't believe how calm you were considering the situation. Yeah, I also felt like so dramatic about like, like you know what I mean. I was just like, it's just clothes. I know, it's fine. I know. It'll you be realize, okay. You're yeah, like, I'll survive. Once I got my contacts, I was like, I can see this is really all that the matters. Control was touchy though. Oh, 
birth control was making me so angry because the birth control I take, I never get my period on it. Oh my god! So, so I got like, my. If I fuck this up, no, I got my period oh, yeah, for the first did. time in like three and a half years. That really just everything. And I was just oh like, God, everything I went wrong. I was you. like, I don't, I don't know how this happened. I don't even remember what a period is. Like, I don't <laughs> like, even know, I don't know what, what to, to do. do. Like, I forgot that this was a thing. I forgot that happened. I know, and but it was like, fine. You were like, guys, I don't remember my last period. And we're just like, what? You're like, Anora, I think you're pregnant. <laughs> I think you've been pregnant for a very long wow. time. Now, I've asked my, a doctor, many doctors, a lot of times, they're like, no, it's fine. I'm like, are you okay. sure? This well, seems too good to be true. They're like, no, Truly, it's fine. I'm jealous. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't have good experiences with birth control, knock on wood. I know. I've had same. great experience. Same, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. I've been on the same one forever, but Me too. Um, I don't know how we started talking about birth control. I really don't know how we Who got can here? say? <laughs> um, but I did want to talk to you about, like, just kind of, I didn't want to get into the whole, like, how did you transition from, Mm -hmm. you know, being an editor to being, um, like a freelance, but Mm -hmm. what are some projects or some things that Mm -hmm. you're maybe working on or excited about? I know you just relaunched your website. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited about that. I worked a long time to make it visually in line with how I want my brand to look. It looks great. Thank you. Um, and I, it's definitely like a baby. Like I, it's, <laughs> it's so time consuming every part of it. I'm like, I have so much respect for anyone who runs a site or a blog. Or, yeah. And obviously I've been in the digital space like for, for my time. whole career and yeah. I know how it works, but especially when it's your own, it's just so much work and everything is, I'm just like agonizing over every little thing. Cause like, it's a reflection font, of you. And every like, and then of course I found out the first email and some people are saying they're not getting it. I'm like, it's always going to be something, you know? Yeah. So realizing that it's quite an undertaking, but it's definitely going to be worth it. And yeah. it's exciting to kind of have a place where I can write what I want to write, recommend what I want to recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really need to, it's kind of on my to-do list to kind of establish an editorial calendar for myself of like sticking to a certain publishing cadence yeah. or else I'm doing a million different things and it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So I'm trying to get organized in that sense and make sure I stick to some kind of calendar as far as the content on the site goes um, so that I can actually keep up with it because it's not the only thing I'm doing. Exactly. And yeah, like when you're doing so many things and like trying to make time for things, it's... It is you a have com- to schedule it in a way if you're really going to stick yeah. to it or else I'm just like, yeah, I'll write that one day and then it just never happens. So trying to get better about that for sure. But I also have a bigger project I'm working on for this year that I really haven't told anyone about Ooh, yet. Is this and an I'm exclusive? Not gonna, this is an exclusive and I'm not going to go like super far into it. But essentially something just over the last year, basically my first year being freelance, yeah. um, I kind of just grabbed everything that came at me because yeah. I was just like, what's the alternative? You know what I mean? Yeah. So you want to pay your bills and like <laughs> yeah, live and, like, and be like, okay. Yeah. 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 So a year in now that I like, know I'm going to survive and be okay. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, Alyssa, like, what is it that you actually like to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? No, for so, sure. And I've realized that one of my favorite parts about my multi-hyphenate job yeah. is discovering and supporting indie and emerging brands. Yeah. Right. And that's, been part of my job since I was at Refinery, mm-hmm. pulling market for articles and including a mix of like high and low, yeah. big brands and new brands, that kind of thing. And it was always really rewarding, even then, like including something and having a small brand reach out and be like, oh my God, we sold out after you included that in the That's story, so that nice. kind of thing. And it, it becomes so rewarding. And also you get to know so many of these brands and designers yeah. and entrepreneurs personally. They're your friends. They're it becomes more of like an intimate relationship. relationship. Yeah. yeah. 
And it just becomes this really beautiful thing. And so doing the same thing kind of on my personal feed with everything from like furniture, like little shops I discover on Instagram. I've noticed, like yeah. Putting them on blast yeah. or like a little brand I'm wearing um, and sending them like hundreds of followers mm-hmm. in one fell swoop, you know? It's yeah. just really rewarding for me to do that. And so I'm kind of like, okay, how can I do that on a larger scale? Yeah. And a more legitimate scale. And I'm essentially going to start... Um, a new platform that's kind of with that in mind. Is it TikTok? So, it's not TikTok. <laughs> like, it's it not TikTok? TikTok. Damn um, it. And it's separate from my personal blog, okay. which is just going to be like my rantings and recommendations. Um, it's going to be a branded entity and Ooh. it's going to be in collaboration with indie and emerging brands. So that's what I'm going to say for I now. I mean, that's, that is vague, but also I'm still excited. Yeah. Cause that so sounds really I'm excited cool. too. It's one of those things where I'm like, good things take time. It's not going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. I have like an amazing, amazing designer working on the brand identity right now. And we're like totally vibing. We're on the same page. Oh. It's like all happening, but then now I have to build that website. It's just, you know, it's not going to be tomorrow, yeah. but it's a big project. It's a big baby. Yeah. And I'm excited to continue working on it this year. I'm really excited, especially because you are one of the people who I feel like I do discover a lot of indie brands from. Yay. And like, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Like, and I like, especially when it comes like to home decor and stuff like that. I'm just like, Ooh, yeah. I'm following this person. And that's not yeah. to say I'm not going to wear the Burberry's and the Tibbies yeah. and the whatever, but I think that's my favorite thing. It's when someone comes to me and they're like, I discovered a new brand on your feed. Yeah. Um, or like, I like to follow you cause you're wearing different brands than everyone else. Yeah. That's super rewarding to me. So I'm definitely honing in on that a little bit more this year. Yeah. I definitely think that's something that is special about you and your personal brand. And I mean, it seems just very like appropriate, like everything. I'm like, yeah, you should do that. You should definitely do that <laughs> Thanks. because I'll it, keep you posted. Yeah. Definitely keep me posted on that. Because, yeah. You got the exclusive on that one, girl. Wow. Another <laughs> American Psychos exclusive, um, a fashion week exclusive too. Yeah. I still can't believe we were able to squeeze this. Like this is just not would never I really it happened really easily too because you texted me like two days ago and you were like can you do this and at first you said Saturday I was like no way it's not gonna happen (laughs) I was literally like before I even responded I was like no in my head I was like I really want to do this but it's not gonna happen on Saturday and then I looked at my calendar and there was this one little window and I was like how's 2 p.m you were like great and here we are made it work and we 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 made it work. It's a back-to-back day of shows, by the way. But this is just a random opening. Today is like my day of like just doing other stuff, which is also great. I think I'm going to get a facial after this. Oh my God, good. Where? <sighs> I'm going to forget the name. I feel like an asshole now because it's... <laughs> um, it's... <sighs> You'll post it on Instagram. Yeah, I'll post it on Instagram. I can't remember. It's in like Nolita. Daphne Nolita. Yes. Okay. Yes. I haven't been, but I've seen other people post yes. about it. Yes. And so I'm going to get a facial. They use the Biologique project. Okay. Products. Yes. I like Biologique Recharge. Um, I don't, I probably just butchered that, but I used to use like B- P50 mm-hmm. and like all this other, like their beautiful serums and stuff like that. Me too. Like and that. people are like, do you not use it anymore? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not using it right now, but yeah. that's not to say I might not go back to it one day. Yeah. Like a lot of their products I used to use and I'm not using it's currently. It's not that there was anything great. wrong with yeah. them. It's just that you know, we try new things, we try new move things. on yeah. to other, other routines. And I'm also like trying to be a little bit more gentle on my skin recently. Cause I feel like me too. 
I really do love a chemical exfoliant, like a lot, like me too. maybe too, <laughs> too much. much. Um, and no matter how much, like, you know, hyaluronic acid I put on after, I feel like it's just not good. Like my moisture barrier is probably like crying. Deteriorating. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm just like, hmm, I should probably just relax, which is hard, but. Yeah, no, I talk about this a lot. Like there was a time where, again, like going back to everything that comes in the door when you're an influencer, yeah. like you're getting sent all these beauty products and you're like, let me try this. Let me try that. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to try it's this hard to tell not my followers to. if yeah. it's good or not. My skin was freaking out. Yeah. Like I of was course. breaking out so badly. And once I pulled back and kind of stuck to a routine and that was much more gentle, my skin was like completely turned around. So yeah, I, even like on Instagram, you're probably seeing a million beauty products and you mm-hmm. feel pressure to like try all these different things. But I think you got to like find what works for you and stick with it and your skin will be much happier. And like, I, I know that and I, and I do feel a little bit bad when brands do send products and I don't use them. But I have this rule that I implemented probably like a year and a half ago where unless I'm done with a moisturizer, I'm not opening a new moisturizer. Mm. Like oh, I'm, just, wow. I'm just not doing it. Like That's great. Because once you that. open it, the expiration date starts. ASAP, yeah. And so I'm like, well... I, a lot of times I can give it to people because it's opened already. So it's not like mm-hmm. you can donate it or anything like that. So maybe a friend or someone can take it, but I've really, really, really tried to do that. And my skin's been really happy. I love that. And one. I also feel like I feel less pressure to try everything. And I'm only trying things that I feel like the ingredients are really good. And like, maybe it's like a female owned brand. And then I'm like, right. oh, I really want to try this because I really want to support and this then you person. Commit to it. And then I can commit to it. And then I can give like a, I feel like really thorough mm-hmm. review, review and just be like, hey, I've been using this for this long. These are the things that I loved about it. And I'm going to, I would, re, I would repurchase it. Right. Um, and so I feel like I really like doing that because before I was trying. Yeah. And it's less so wasteful much. that way too. Like you're actually. Yeah. And then, and then that way, like if something is sitting on my shelf and I'm not reaching for it, I'm reaching for other moisturizers. I'm like, well, I'm never going to try yeah, this one. And that's when you know to give it to a friend yep. or. Um, yeah. You could just go donate it because it's still in this package. It's never mm-hmm. been opened mm-hmm. and someone else will probably really enjoy it because. I feel like for the most part, like, especially when it comes to like moisturizers and cleansers, you really can't go wrong. I know. And it just gets so like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like when it comes to like moisturizer, I'm just like, is it pretty? (laughs) I'll use that one. (laughs) Mine, see, mine's not pretty at all, but it works really well. What do you use? So I, there's this random brand that no one knows about (laughs) that's called Som Institute. Okay. You may have seen me post about it before, no? Maybe not. Maybe. S-O-M-M-E Institute. And I think I have seen you. Is it? It, they're like white packages with a colored dot on the outside. That's it. There's no name. There's no text. It's literally a dot. Okay. I don't know. It's super weird. Where and did you find this? Sketchy. So this is what happened. I was at a really like hard time with my skin. Mm-hmm. Like I just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I was trying too many different things. Yeah. My skin hated me. And they DM'd me and they were like, hey, Alyssa, we can solve all your skin issues. Like, what are your main skin concerns? And I was like, this is really weird. But like, I was at a desperate place. So I just responded and I was like, these are my concerns. Like, blah, blah, blah. Hormonal breakouts, like hyperpigmentation, Mm -hmm. fine lines, like dehydration, whatever. And they're like, we can solve all of that. What's your address? And like, what's your address? Who are these magical people? Okay. Um... So they sent it and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. I think it's like, you know, a cleanser, a toner, a moisturizer, mm-hmm. a serum. Yeah. And an eye cream and then like a sunscreen. So I'm like, I'm just going to do everything that you need. Right. And I was like, I'm just going to stick to this mm-hmm. and see what happens. And like ditch everything else. Like ditch the P50, yeah. ditch whatever the hot, like leave everything aside and just stick to this one routine and yeah. see what happens. My skin like changed literally. Wow. 
drastically like the texture the glow like people were complimenting my skin I mean your skin knowing. looks great thank you yeah. and so like I've started to introduce other products it's not just them yeah. anymore but I still use their cleanser okay. their toning pads mm-hmm. and the moisturizer and then I have my own sunscreen and I have my own serums that are like from Drunk Elephant um how do you like, like drunk a couple other things? I really like yeah. them. I had to give them a second chance because like, I tried them a long time ago. I tried them a long time ago. I didn't like them. And it totally didn't work for me. Yeah. And then I found myself, you know, like browsing Sephora mm-hmm. and like went to try it again. And like, boom, magic. That vitamin C and the glycolic have been amazing. I really feel like I kind of want to give them another shot because Sometimes I tried them you, when they yeah. first launched like a long time mm-hmm. ago. And I remember they came out with that something framboos something. It's like a chemical exfoliating yeah. like serum. <laughs> And I was using Sunday Riley Good Jeans at the time, mm-hmm. which till this day is still, I'm, I swear, it's, the, classic, it's amazing. Sure. It's just incredible. Um, lactic acid in my skin. Yeah. They love each Same. other. Um, so I tried it and I was just like, I'm underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Like if I put good jeans on, I wake up the next day and, and I'm like, radiant. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just like, wow, I have new skin. I had the same experience. I don't know. And then I like tried them a couple years later and now I'm like hooked. So Salm Institute, Drunk Elephant, Thriving, mm-hmm. love it. I like pray every day that it's going to stay this way because skin changes too like you just never know when you're going to like wake up and like have eight cystic pimples and be like what the fuck you know also like what even is cystic acne like I I, I got my first one like three years ago and I was truly just confused because you feel like no one ever talked about it except for like within like the lot like I never heard anyone say Mm -hmm. anything about cystic I was like I feel like it was kind of like hush hush yeah I I was like what is because I struggled with it a lot while I was in college here in New York and I used to go to the doctor and get those shots the cortisone shots yeah which are like not actually they're not they're a temporary fix they're not getting to the root of the issue yeah and I read somewhere that like doctors really don't recommend getting them regularly exactly and so but I was so desperate Mm -hmm. and felt so terrible that I would just go get them like every week yeah it was like terrible but I don't know yeah not enough people talk about it and I think too it's because it's they're so hard to crack like you're like Nothing topical is really working, but like then people are like, okay, am I dairy free now? Like, I don't know. Like you're willing to try anything when you have cystic acne. And the thing is with cystic acne, I feel like anytime I've ever found like a product and I'm like, this is it. This is the solution. I'll get another cystic acne like six months later. And then it won't work. And it won't work at <laughs> all. And I'm like, why it's did it work? It's always Like Renee Rouleau has mm-hmm. like a... Renee's it, products are great for cystic acne. Yeah, they, she has like a bump cream, like a cyst bump mm-hmm. cream. I was using that forever and it was working great. And I was like, wow, this... And it just... One day stop working on me. That's the thing about skin is like, you just never know. Like something could work for you. And then six months later, Mm -hmm. it has no effect. And you're like, I mean, I have to assume my skin is changing regularly because A, I'm aging, but also B, I'm using so much on my skin that like for years I would go see a dermatologist and they were like, oh, your skin is really dehydrated. Mm Mm-hmm. And now, and now I go and they're just like, wow, your skin is like the most hydrated, like your skin is hydration. And I'm like, Hey, I'm glad we're here now. Yeah, I know. Like we went from dehydrated. Now (laughs) we're hydrated. It's a journey and your skin's going to change. Like like you said, with age, Mm -hmm. with the products you're using, um, and and you never know. And it's crazy because everyone's skin's so different. And that's why also like when I am recommending products, I do try to like, be like, this is, I think would work for this type of skin, but also... IDK. Yeah, like, I'm not a dermatologist. No. And I had a really nice, candid conversation with someone who, because I was talking about the two drunk elephant products that mm-hmm. I used recently on my Instagram, and someone ordered them. And she wrote me a really nice note, like, hey, like, not trying to attack you or anything, but like, I bought those two drunk elephant serums, love the vitamin C one, my skin's thriving, Yay. it's great. Um, unfortunately, the glycolic one, like, 
really didn't agree with mm-hmm. me. Like I had like a weird rash and like I put all these bumps on my face and I like, can't use it. Like just wanted to tell you like, thanks for the rec. Like love the vitamin C. Yeah. I'm not going to use the glycolic yeah. anymore. I was like, I really appreciate that. Like yeah. just goes to show you like everyone's skin's different. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad one of them worked for you. Um, sorry about the other one. Obviously, no way I could have known that was yeah. going to happen. And that's everyone's the thing. Skin's different, everyone's but... skin's different. Also, everyone's like skin, like life is different. Like if that's yeah. the first glycolic you've ever right. used. Exactly. Could react poorly. Totally. But like if you've been using glycolic Other, for a while, exactly. your skin is more so like going to be able to like not freak out when exactly. you use it. Because I remember the first time I used P50, my skin definitely freaked out, mm-hmm. like really, really freaked out. But then yeah, I remember reading so many articles about just push exfoliants. through, it's going to purge, mm-hmm. just give it a minute. And then, because I was getting facials regularly, which right. I think facials are great, but like, I feel like that was like a game changer when I started incorporating more chemical exfoliants into mm-hmm. my skincare where I felt like I didn't need to go to the dermatologist get facials as often. Same. Yeah, yeah. I used to have to go and like get serious extractions. Same. Like once a quarter. Oh yeah. She would spend the whole hour just but doing once extractions. You find, once you find the right chemical exfoliants, mm-hmm. you find you really don't need that as much anymore. Yeah. And I, I think when you get a little bit older too and your your kind of like pores aren't overproducing the oil in the exactly same i don't yeah. know i'm not not speaking scientifically here i mean i you just, know what i mean yeah yeah no definitely and i think that yeah just finding products that like work for your skin is it's so nice it really yeah, is and sometimes less is more that's something that i've definitely switched into yeah like yeah. i my routine was ridiculous yeah. i was using so many different things i'm surprised my skin was is still here <laughs> um but same. now i'm just like I want to use a moisturizer. I want to spray my skin so mm-hmm. that it's nice and moist mm-hmm. and the product can absorb. And then I want to put sunscreen and slather yep. it all over my face and, Same. Then, and eye cream. I, I've been using eye cream since I was like 22. That was the first wow. skincare product I started using. Yeah, because you have like no lines around your eyes at all. Oh my God, all. thank you so much. You don't understand. That's the nicest compliment. It's insane. Well, I, like, have old, I have older sisters. So there were certain things that they would constantly tell me. They would instill they would in like, you. They'd be like, don't tweeze your eyebrows. Use eye <laughs> wow, cream. Wow, I wish I had an older sister. Yeah, use an eye cream. And then I remember when I was a kid, like I wouldn't brush my teeth sometimes before I'd go to sleep. And then my sister scared the shit out of me. And like, no matter, you know, how some people are like, oh, I come home and I don't like wash my makeup off. I would never skip washing my makeup. Right. Sometimes I'd be like, I don't fucking feel like feel brushing you. my teeth. And yeah. now I'm like, must floss, must yeah. brush teeth. Well, not now, but like for the last couple of years, like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Having I don't know. Sisters I, need a, I need to commit to eye cream because I'm kind of in and out. I feel it's not like, like a staple for me. And I think the reason for that is because a lot of times I feel like when people use an eye cream, they expect something to happen. Right. When but it's, it's more of a preventative. It's more of a preventative measure. and just like continuously using it. And like, I just feel like if you have dark circles, you're always mm-hmm. going to have dark circles. Like I have right. dark circles. No eye cream is just going to like, yeah, poof. <laughs> but I can definitely like, you know, look at my face and like be. I also just feel like a lot of my moisturizers are just like nice and rich enough for me to just kind of like use it on your eye. my eye area yeah. and then call it day. I, mean, but honestly, I don't know I if like that's true. As not. long as you're putting something there, <laughs> I feel like it's better than nothing. Yeah. Especially sunscreen. Like definitely like sunscreen around the eye. Let area. that be the one thing you do in general. Oh, even God. if you're not a skincare junkie, everyone who's listening to this already knows my weird, like I, I go on like rants about sunscreen <laughs> because it makes me really, really angry when people are like, I don't need to use sunscreen. I'm like, no, you actually really do need to use sunscreen like yeah, all the time. Melanoma is real. Melanoma is very real. Had, like a real scare. Yeah. Um, and it really just, I was like, all right, sunscreen every day. And I do wear it every day anyway. But yeah. it's weird when someone close to you has an experience. It's scary. That, and you're like, oh my God. Yeah, scary stuff. 
Yeah, like my dad is very much so against wearing sunscreen. I'm like, dad, really? Because he's like always outside yeah. gardening and doing like cute old guy and stuff. He just like, oh, that's cute. And he just like doesn't. Well, he's like, I'm tan. Like I don't. And yeah. I'm like, that's not a thing, dad. I know. Cool. That's a fake thing. <laughs> that's not a real thing. Um, oh, dad. So I just like try to like. Leave yeah, sunscreen. my parents live on the beach, and they're yeah. just like the brownest yeah. people ever. But they're trying to be. They're trying to be better. They definitely are, like, reapplying and, like, yeah. trying to protect themselves. But it's they're just, also very tan. They're like, we don't care. But they're trying. Yeah, yeah. I feel like at least if you're trying a little bit, you'll slowly grow into the habit. Yeah. I mean, with ever, everything that I do in my skincare, it never just, like, I never woke up one day and was like, I do all of these things now. It's no, just, like, kind of, like, a gradual. No, you have to build habits. Totally. Yeah. But I feel like sunscreen is definitely, if you're going to do anything, just put a shit ton of sunscreen. Totally. On your face. It's the least you can do for yourself. In your hands. 50 years from now. And your neck. <laughs> And your neck. And just, I know. you know, luckily I don't have to because my neck's always covered. I know. That's lucky. Which also like every time I go to my dermatologist to like get checked or whatever, they're like, there's not going to be anything. <laughs> they're like, you're fine. You're fine. Like we really don't need to check <laughs> Especially you. Especially compared to other people in yeah. Florida that they see, I'm sure. They're like, no, you're. They're like, you're fine. You're like a creepy ghost child. It's like, um, I was like, <laughs> like you're you pale as heck. Get I'm out of like, here. I was in the sun yesterday at my parents' pool for like five minutes. And then I got scared of the sun and then I ran back inside. <laughs> But I genuinely, like, have been trying you to expose fine. myself to the sun more because I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have a vitamin D deficiency. Right. That's your real concern. And this is all self-diagnosed. I've not <laughs> seen a doctor. No one has told me this, but I'm like, I just feel it that I am deficient. It's just a feeling. We'll just go with that. So I trust it because every feeling Get I have sun, is real. <laughs> Um, but this has been really fun. I'm so glad we were able to do this. I'm glad we got to catch up amidst the craziness. I know. Instead of, again, instead of just seeing you at a fashion show and being like, hey, okay, bye. Because that's the thing. I was like, I don't want to see Alyssa (laughs) somewhere, but this is. Of course. But we got to have real convo. Yeah, we basically. Let's keep this going. Yeah. Like, since day one, it's been real conversation. Yes. I love it. Oh, my God. No, and it's really, I literally also feel like this podcast is just me and Alyssa catching up and just (laughs) having. So thanks for tuning in. Just (laughs) thanks for listening to me and her just have a conversation on her bed, but. If people don't already follow you, where can they follow you? What's your website? Plug all your shit. AlyssaCoscarelli.com. You can probably find it easier through my Instagram, which is at Alyssa in the city, because I have to admit my last name is kind of a mouthful. (laughs) It's not that bad. Coscarelli. You would think. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. But. And then as always, you guys can follow me at Nor E. You could follow the podcast at Arab American Psycho. And I will talk to you guys next Sunday.